nigga, you hear me hustling to the whip right now? Nigga, that mean I spent a lot of time this morning goddamn enjoying myself in my own company. Fuck that job. Nigga. Oh, shit, who this is, twin? Nigga, we hopping in. I catch a wave. Nigga, I'm dropping in. What's up? Hold on. Let me catch it. Ooh, that nigga on them keys going crazy. Look. Look. Nigga got three fiends behind the block going brazy. Shout out to Brazy. Had niggas on the OnlyFans going crazy. You don't want to phase me. A nigga like you, you can't tase me. Electricity running through my body. Nigga too shoddy, too hottie. Uh, I touched that girl, she get a shock. I said, ooh, baby, look, I'm Bobby. Wait, hold on, nigga, electric shock. Wait, what was that nigga name from that show? I'm trying to fit that, uh, what is that nigga in that cartoon that everybody rave about? What was that nigga, that black dude with locks? What was his name? Static Shock. Uh, hold on. Touch a bitch, static wrist. Rolling on my shitty gliss. You don't wanna... Touch my wrist, static shock, might persist. Ah, nigga, what's up? <laughs> Yo, what's up, y'all? <laughs> what's up, say? Say, oh my god! What time is it? Okay, I got three minutes to get the fuck out of this school zone. Fuck y'all. Nah, the school zone's so start. It don't start till 6:40, son. You got three minutes. Nah, son, I'm running a little late. Yo, what's up? My bad. I'm trying to start the show. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's up? It's your boy Zim, the Great Bear Bernard, aka BTBG, aka the greatest man to ever live. Man, how y'all doing this morning, man? Welcome to Whiplash, the show here to inform your ass. I'm just gonna try to rhyme that shit every time. Man, I'm feeling great this fucking morning. I got my vape. Southside's about CBD store, Fairburn. Jordan, what's up? Man, I love that store. Man, I love that family. Man. Hold on, man. Hold on. Because this shit, man, I'm feeling real loving this morning, son. And I just want to shout out to all these great people that's ever touched my life, that's ever gave me any knowledge, said kind words to me. You know, people don't really do that anymore. (coughs) And that's sad. Why don't people do that? Like, we don't give each other kind words. And it's like, if we just gave each other kind words more often, then great things would happen. The world would be a sweeter place. People would be nicer to each other. Like, me and my friend Cassidy went to fucking Studio Movie Grill the other night to see a note. And this waiter, our our waiter was having such a hard day. And I just seen that. And like, nigga, I ain't finna address it. Be like, oh, what's wrong, bro? I literally just said, uh, I was just polite and I used his name. Most people don't even use people's name anymore. His name was Miguel. I was like, Miguel, thank you, bro. I appreciate this. And he was like, he stopped and looked at me. He said, what's your name? I said, Azim. He said, he shook my hand. He was like, thank you, Azim. Thank you so much. And I'm like, Cassie was like, you just made him feel so special. I didn't, y'all, I took my order. I didn't, I don't know if I said a quip or anything to the dude. But bro, we just nigga, just make niggas feel nigga. Come on, son. Like, and then his co-worker, cause his co-worker had like, well, his co-worker, first of all, was big as fuck. 
trying to like shimmy past him. He didn't really do it rudely, but I guess Miguel Day was already getting fucking heated, so he was just heated and I saw it. And I'm like, yo, should I let Miguel a five dollar tip too? Nigga, I don't really, and I'm not really a big tipper, to be honest with you. But I let Miguel tip, bro. I didn't say, I, I just, I was just naturally my kind self. I am naturally kind. So how that resonated and came off, Miguel really appreciated that. Man, we gotta be kinder to each other. Man, we gotta be kinder to each other. Yeah, man. Kindness. Kindness is what's gonna bring the world together. And you know, like, nigga, I'm still like, people gotta understand, we still gonna bust each other's balls, son. Like, I'm not gonna... Like, nigga, I'm not gonna, like, like, nigga, niggas gonna make very uncomfortable jokes, right? Like, we gotta start balancing out the fucking bullshit that we deal with so much in this world. Nigga, I had to unbutton my top button. My fucking voice is getting high as fuck, because that top button was buttoned all the way up. I ain't gonna water in here, nothing. Mouth drop, well, my mouth not dry, because I drank some water before I left, but fuck. I should brought some water. Yeah, man, we just gotta be kinder to each other. Shouts out to Miguel. Miguel, if you ever hear this or listen to this, man, first of all, brother, I love you. I hope you're doing good. I met that nigga one time talking about I love him, because I do. That's my brother. Like, bro, like, bro, we was, I, we exchanged, con bro, we shook hands. We fucking shook hands like men. That was a whole respect thing. And most people, with the climate of today, oh, monkey box, da da da, come on. It's like, but at the end of the day, Nigga, respect. Like, he she, he put his hand out to shake my hand. He said, you know, he said, Azim, nice to meet you. He put his hand out. Me as a man, I can't be like, and it's so funny because my initial thought right after shaking his hand was, fucking hell. I was like, I hope he not, like, spiteful. And he like, I'm about to spread this shit. <laughs> like, that was the first thing that went to my mind. But the, the second thing, but the first thing that went to my mind was shake this man's hand. This is respect. Like, we should. We both showed each other mutual kindness and respect. Boom! I shook his hand. Immediately, second thought was like, "Fuck, this nigga is patient zero. <laughs> like this nigga patient zero. And now I'm patient one. <laughs> and two and three and four. Nah, man, we gotta bro, We gotta get our health together too, people. Yo, like for real. I'm not even gonna go into that whole spiel because I got a whole itinerary to run down on an index card in my pocket that I gotta get out real quick. And turn this light on so I can see the thing. All right. Oh, I want to talk about, I have a fear of conflict, right? So I always tell people I really don't like confrontation, but I only tell them the one-sided reason, which is I only like confrontation. I don't like confrontation. And this, whenever I tell somebody, this is the reason. This is the whole spiel. I don't like confrontation because when the adrenaline hits my body, it's hard for my body to come out of that mode and it's almost as my body craves and likes that adrenaline. Boom, I tell people that, because it's like, if shit ensues into a fight, that's where that kicks in. But I also don't tell people I don't like confrontation about, like, money. Like, I really have a, like, even if I do a service and I gotta charge you extra, it's still shyness and fear of me bringing it up in that conversation that you be getting mad. Because people, I have this thing where I'm like, oh, they might get mad, uh, they might, think I look foolish for trying to charge him like this. I don't know. And so I was reading an article yesterday that was like, okay, one of the things is you might feel foolish. Uh, you might be scared, blah, blah, blah. But that is, that's just like my fear of conflict dealing with money and having to bring up money to people. That's a fear of mine. 
and just confrontation kind of in general. I've been getting better with general confrontation, just dealing with, you know, situations and arguments because I've been working on my breathing and then I've been at work. We talk a lot and it's a lot of people I work with a lot of varying of opinions and some of them opinions be wild as fuck and then we get into arguments and it's like, it's, it's verbal sparring. So I've been getting into a lot of verbal sparring matches and, you know, some been good, some been bad, but I've been taking the good with the bad and the bad with the good. The good with the bad and the bad with the good. So I've been taking that on the chin and just learning from that. But still the the fear of conversation dealing with money. Yo, these niggas don't be caring about their life. I just watched three cars go through our red light while our light was green. And we're on this highway where people die like every week because people are getting hit by these semis because they try to undercut these semis and break hard as fuck. And I'm at the infamous left turn. They try to break hard as fuck and then they end up getting fucking Mario Kart squished under that bitch. And then now we all oh, RIP, man. This shit gotta stop. It's like, nigga, slow down. All of y'all motherfuckers act like y'all. If you're late, my nigga, guess what? Get up earlier, be more punctual. It's called punctuality for a reason. Be more punctual. Back to what I was saying, man. Fear of conflict. Like, so my fear of conflict dealing with money, I'm trying to see where that stems from. And it was also the thing, it was like, if you grew up and your parents argued a lot, you saw a bad representation of how to deal with confrontation. So you be scared of arguing with people like that too. And I do, because when I do argue with people, I say some of the most blasphemous and hurtful shit ever. And it's like, I don't even necessarily want to do that, but it's like growing up watching my mom and dad argue and they, bro, you talking about arguing, leading to a fight, leading to fucking domestic violence, seeing your dad get taken out of the home. I mean, I see, I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen a lot of it. I've seen a lot of it, not just from, man, I've seen a lot of it. Let's stop there. Fucking hell. Like, bro, it's like, ugh, man. It's like we all go through and see so much shit, and then we expect each other to be okay in these relationships and be okay with how we do all this stuff because niggas not going to therapy fresh out of high school to get dealt with the shit they just did. They they dealt with early on, which in a in a perfect world, yeah, you would, you should. Because that would help everybody. That would help everybody be able to maintain relationships better. If we all literally, right, probably right after, I would probably say maybe right after fourth, fifth grade, sixth grade, everybody just get, I, and I know we have guidance counselors. Yes, I put up the finger quotations guidance counselors but and i hope now guidance counselors i'm sure i'm sure now guidance counselors are way better than how they were back in my day and my parents day shit you talking about my day nigga i never went to the guidance counselor what what are you talking about what guidance i need from this bitch <laughs> what guidance do i need from this bitch she's fucked up too like what the fuck we're all in a fucking we're in a vicious cycle <laughs> we're in a vicious Rinse cycle in a fucking washing machine. We're a baby in a washing machine right now. And we somehow still alive. Jesus fucking Christ. Man, like a fear of conflict. So just watching that. So I'm just I'm just writing all this down yesterday, going through it in my head, you know, writing at the same time, looking back to see if I remember situations, and I was like, yeah, my parents did argue a lot. They argued a hell of a lot. They fought a hell of a lot. Shit, my dad was very controlling. It's just like that's I, I'm seeing. At least that's what I was told. I wasn't there. My bad. I, hey, I'm a hey. That's what I was told. I'm sure everybody in the situation was what it was, but hey, that's what I was told. And I guess that's and that's a problem that I deal with. 
So, shit, that's why, I mean, and then explain the, when the, when the situation got explained to me. Yo, my dad was a wild man. <laughs> I love this man, bro. Hold on, let me touch him. Man, you was a wild dude, man. Let me kiss you. Hold on. You was a wild dude, man. This man took a bus from Cleveland, Ohio <laughs> to, and I'm, I'm sorry for oversharing. I'm sorry. I, my mom, maybe my mom ever hear this. I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm oversharing, but I just think this is funny. This nigga took a bus from Cleveland, Ohio to Georgia, which is like, if you ever took a Greyhound, my nigga, he was on that bus probably for like two days. Cleveland to Georgia walked fucking like 10 miles. This nigga might be part Ethiopian now that I really think about it. Walked like 10 miles to my mama's job just to tell her she wouldn't be shit without him. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who the fuck does that? Nigga, I'm gonna take a two day Greyhound, right? And then I'm gonna fucking walk 10 miles, right? Uh, yeah, sir, you can just come in. This is a business. Do you need a car? Does, does, does Miss Shy work here? Yeah, her office is right down there. Can you please, can you point me to it, please? All right, all right, all right, come on, we'll walk down there. This is the step, this is the sound of steps. Hi, Miss Shy, you have a, a, a Mr. Adam Williams here for you? Uh, she looking shocked. Okay, I'll just, I'll just leave you here. You look pretty... Gone with the wind. That's what white people, you know, white people love saying phrasing and shit. Bitch, you would never be shit without me. <laughs> That's how I feel like it went down. Like, soon as the lady ever, bitch, you would never be shit without me. Like, what the fuck is wrong with my father? Why would he do that? So just shit like that, and then, like, nigga, I wasn't even there, first of all. <laughs> That's a situation that got explained to me. It's like, bro, <coughs> bro, <laughs> We all fucked up, all right? We all fucked up. And that's okay. It's it's okay. But we have to reflect and we have to go back and look at these things in order to know it, in order to grow it. Mm. You got I'm gonna say that one more time. You got to look back at these things in order to know it and in order to grow it. I'm gonna say that one more time for the people in the back and I'm gonna roll down my window so everybody outside know. In order to look back, I forgot how I said it. <laughs> Let me roll my window. <laughs> All right, man, I fucking forgot. We're going to move on to the next topic, which y'all heard what I said. All right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, yo, I just want to cover this shit real quick. Yo, Blueface girlfriend, Krishan, she needs to start boxing. That bitch got hands, first of all, and she's an athlete. She needs to really sign up for one of these celebrity boxing things. Because she probably beat somebody to fuck up. Real shit. Yo, uh, shots out to Dr. Fauci. He's finally um, stepping... Well, not shots out to him because he's stepping down, but shots out to his 38 years working for the federal government, doing all his research. The man has... I mean, even though people think the guy's a piece of shit, I mean, the man did... <clears throat> the man did it, all, did it all he could. He, at the end of the day, like I said, we're all fucked up. We don't know who's pressuring him, blah, blah, blah. It's all... It's a fucking... He worked for the federal government. Let's just put it like that. And, uh, you know... Uh, uh, shots out to Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is going over there to see if he can get Brittany Griner out. And if y'all know, you know, Dennis Rodman is good friends with Kim Jong-un. And I think Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin are, they're not friends, but they're cordial. I think Putin says, you know, some one of them thinks that the other one is a little extreme, but they're cordial. Because China is sending, um, uh, they're sending soldiers right now to Russia for military experiments. Um, not experiments. Uh, well, probably that too. But military exercises. 
And if I say something like that, it's because I'm putting the fucking quotations around it. So China is sending soldiers to Russia for military exercises. So <laughs> that is my cartoon newscaster voice. So fucking Dennis Rodman, he going down there to see if he can, well, well, he going fucking sideways to see if he can get Brittany Griner out of Russia. I don't know. I don't know, Dennis. I ain't never met Dennis Rodman, but I mean, I've seen videos of him talking and I'm not sure if Putin gonna respect the stuttering, bro. I just, I don't know. Like you might, I don't know if niggas just, when he get on camera, maybe, May, Dennis Rodman does seem like a very shy guy in his true nature. So, and I love Dennis Rodman on the low. Not pause, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I love him as a person on the low. <laughs> on the, and I love him as a person. Man, I love Dennis Rodman, nigga. I'm talking about some pause. It's my brother. But yeah, man, Dennis is going over there to see if he can get Britney out. <laughs> Dennis is going over there to see if he can get Britney out. Just think about a conversation that start like that. Hey, you know Dennis is going over there to see if he can get Britney out? Oh, yeah, man, heard. I wonder what, I wonder what. And if that's the case, I took a very long pause because I was thinking, no one man should have all that power. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Because damn, if Dennis Rodman, I mean, he do got some powerful friends, though. And this thing, bro, they say, bro, that's, and that's what I'm trying to build on my motherfucker Rolodex right now. Because I want to have some very powerful friends. Because you got power. It ain't about what you know, people. It's about who you know. But if you, what you know, if you know some shit, too. And you know some people? Ooh, Lord, double threat. Double threat. Double threat. And then if you're in shape, triple threat. You're a triple threat. Because it's about what you know, it's about who you know, and it's about what type of shape you in. You the triple threat. And Dennis Robin, I mean, nigga played professional basketball for hundreds of years. Not hundreds, you, but, you know, nigga's a, nigga's a vet. He still play basketball. He's pretty, I'm sure he's in pretty good shape. So he knows some shit. Plus, who he knows some shit. Plus, he in shapes knowing some shit. Man, triple threat Dennis Rodman. Shouts out to him. And he got tricolored hair, nigga. What's up? Man. Man, 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 man. Man, man, man. Nah, but for real, Blueface girl need the box. Uh, oh, God. Stepping down to step up. Stepping down to step up. Dr. Fauci had to step down, and I feel, I'm sure he feel like he's stepping up in his life. I got some friends that had to step down from a position, but he felt like he was stepping up because he, he said this, he said it wasn't worth it. It wasn't, the position wasn't, it wasn't, it was a farce. It was a farce. So he stepped down, but he's stepping up and being able to, he feels better at work now. The work environment's better for him. He's less stressed, which means one, he's gonna be able to his outside life is gonna be better because you know bringing stress home to your family because he got a wife and kids, you know stuff like that ain't good. That unnecessary stress, especially from a job. Like I don't take, I don't take any stress from this job. Like I don't take any any stress from this job. It stays in this fucking brick building I'm looking at right here. It stays right in there. So stepping down to step up. Think about, I just want to, that's, a, that's just a quick concept that I want to throw out to you. And I'm going to throw out different concepts at the end of these episodes just for y'all to ponder on. This will be the end of the episode, ponder. The, the ponder is how we'll end. Stepping down to step up. Where do you have to step down in your life in order to step up somewhere else that's more needed? Or where do you need to step down at in order to maybe step up your 
emotional rationality, step up your enthusiasm, your motivation to handle your business. Like certain people need to step down from drinking every weekend in order to step up and get their priorities handled. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, you get what I'm saying for real? Like, really pondering that, stepping down to step up. Made it to work. I love y'all. Send us somebody you want to make think. Send us somebody you want to make blink. Because if you blink a lot, that means you're thinking a lot. I love y'all. Peace. Whiplash, bar 125. Big boy tempo.